Hey friends, happy Tuesday. You can probably hear it in my voice, but I'm currently battling a little bit of a spring cold, you could say. I have not been sick in months, so I was not expecting it to come on so strong now that we're in mid-April, but I guess when it's 60 and sunny one day and then literally snowing slash blizzarding the next day, it's to be expected. It's funny, I didn't go to Coachella this year for a few reasons. One, I am trying to be more financially responsible and opted to save the money I would have spent going. And two, I got so sick last year, right before that big trip to Japan, if you remember that. For almost the entire three weeks that I was there, I felt absolutely miserable. I couldn't find an English-speaking pharmacy, couldn't find the right meds I needed. I probably needed to be on an antibiotic, etc. It was just... It was nuts. (laughs) And then with my lofty work goals this year, I was like, ain't nobody got time to be sick. And I wanted to make sure I got through April feeling good and feeling strong, not to kind of repeat the same patterns as the last few Aprils. So it's just kind of funny. Here I am really bummed I didn't go to Coachella and I ended up getting sick anyway. So I guess that's just life for you. But Anyway, today on the podcast, we have another one of the episodes I recorded back in October when I was living in Medellin, Colombia, while I was on remote year. In this episode, I'm chatting with Samantha, or Girl Sam, as we used to call her in Kahlo. I think month two on remote year can be challenging for everyone, and I do think at times you can hear it in our voices that it was a little bit of a low point for us. If you've been listening or following my blog closely, you know that October was a rough one for me, but I think you can also also tell by our conversation that some of these hard times definitely bring you closer to the people that you're around. So I hope you enjoy. Okay, guys, today I'm having a conversation with Sam. Sam, I feel like is one of the most like beautiful souls here in Kahlo. You really are. Um, we bonded over self-help books and yep, yep, that's uh, right. love of being alone <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when we were speaking at a Rosh Hashanah celebration um, maybe like halfway into Lima. So do you just want to say hello and tell us a little yeah. bit about your background? Sure. How are you? Where are you from? Sure. Back Hi, guys. Um, my name's Sam. I am 32 years old, and I'm from originally from Santa Fe, New Mexico, but I have spent the last eight years in New York City uh, working in the startup community, primarily in marketing and operations. And decided to cut ties and take this trip with remote year. So how did you find out about remote year? Like what did your road to getting here even look like? Um, so my decision to join this program was a bit hasty. I'll admit it. I've always known and have always had a real deep desire to travel for an extended period of time. So everything kind of aligned. My lease was ending. I was becoming a little bit disenchanted with my job and the men in my life, so I decided to just cut loose and uh, travel. And at the time that I made the decision to travel, uh, one of my best friends actually informed me about the four-month program with Remote Years. She had traveled with a previous 12-month program, which was, yeah, it was just too, that I couldn't commit to 12 months. That was a little bit too long for me. So the four-month program felt right. So I... I think I had my initial consultation conversation, and within days I signed up, so it was pretty easy. And so, like, what month was that in? Um, I want to say that was in July. Okay. Yeah, so I would say about a month and a half before we 
embarked on Lima. Yeah. yeah. So what did leaving New York look like for you? Did you, so your lease was ending. Yeah. So what did it, you do with all your stuff? Yeah. I think when you kind of like make the decision, even if you've always had this kind of internal longing for something in your life, whatever it might be, once you formally decide, everything kind of just comes together, right? So um, I had been contemplating the decision to travel since January of this year, and then my apartment lease was ending in May, but I had the ability to push it out till July, so that was pretty simple. Um, my car lease was ending in August, right before I left for Lima. Um, yeah, so I would say those were the two primary factors, as you know, having lived in New York, like you can't, it's hard to hang on to an apartment yeah. there. So I just packed up all my stuff and put it in storage and yeah. packed up two suitcases and that was it. That's So that's basically all I have right now in my possession totally. are the two, su- two suitcases I'm traveling with. And do you know what you're, like what's after Mexico City? Do you know yet or are we still figuring that out? I or? think I'm still figuring that out. Aren't I, we all? Yeah, <laughs> I, think it, I think that's been the most reassuring part of the trip is meeting people like yourself or other people who are open to the experiences beyond this. So for me, I definitely didn't think that I would be open to the possibility of traveling more. Just, I think my conservative side is like, no, Sam, go back, make money, you know, settle down. I think also my age, I'm not going to lie, plays a part of that. But um, now having been here for two months, I'm definitely open to traveling more. And I think beyond this, it'll be solo. So I like, I like my me time. (laughs) Yeah, girl, I hear you. Um, yeah, I think that's really interesting. It's funny how coming on this, Mm -hmm. I was just, I met this guy on Saturday, which is a whole nother story we can get into, but, um, (laughs) I was talking about how, you know, I kind of thought that, you know, you're going, I feel like this has happened to me so much in my life, actually. It's like, okay, I just need to go do this thing, scratch this itch, get this out of my system. Yeah. And then that thing ends up like almost opening a whole new yeah. can of worms. And I'm just like, it, it is kind of exhausting to keep up with, at least in my opinion, because, you know, I wasn't, a year seemed way too long, right. you know, when I looked at right. the pr- program previously. And so then the four month thing, you know, mm-hmm. it like specifically aligned. So I only sublet my apartment through the end of the year. Right. Like I was coming back to right. Chicago, like no confident. questions yeah. asked, like 150% right. confident. Right. And then once you're here doing this, you're like, you do kind of open your eyes to like another life, yeah, way, another of, way life. of living. Yeah, absolutely. And then, then it's almost more confusing because now you're like, well, I don't know next? what the fuck I want. Right, right. Like, what's what? next? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think though that there's something to be said for that that's also liberating. Yeah. Because you realize that you can live on so little at yes. the same time. Yeah. And again, Chicago and New York, which are huge metropolitan cities, like, you know, yeah. your money doesn't take you too far. Exactly. So when you're in these other cities that are just as incredible, as incredible in different ways yeah. where your money does take you a lot further. I think you, that itch that you talk about is satisfied in some ways, but yeah. it almost entices it in others. Exactly. So I feel, yeah. <laughs> and it, cause it's so interesting being down here, you know, like we're in third, like a third world mm-hmm. country, but I say that in quotes because 
it really doesn't right. feel like it right in a lot of ways right. in like some of the neighborhoods that we've been living in um but yeah talk about just how far the dollar goes i mean i just got my teeth cleaned for 30 us dollars so right. there you go <laughs> perfect example. they look great um i need to do that before we leave but um yeah, it's like when your coffee, like going out to a cafe yeah. and getting, you know, like the nicest cafe here and your coffee's yeah. like $2. Yeah. A gel manicure is like $13. Right. Like, right. I mean, these sound kind of like frivolous things, but when you get used to like a lifestyle and like going out to coffee every day and, you know, getting your nails done or working at a right. cafe and what you're spending in New York right. or Chicago, not to even mention right. like rent and everything like that. Like, you can make a lot less here and live, like, the same style yes. of life. But I think that also introduces another aspect of living, which is the thing that we strive so hard for in the States, which is the work-life totally. balance, right? So I think we're so conditioned to work, 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 work yeah. to get the money, 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 money that we don't have the we don't have that much time to really spend doing the things that we want totally. to be doing that really interest us. So... I think when you are in these types of environments, you see how much more possible that becomes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I know. It's. <laughs> so who knows what who knows, for either of us what we'll be twenty nineteen. Like, I know Europe or and maybe South Africa <laughs> in two months and three months. <laughs> I know. Okay, so we're six, seven weeks, eight weeks in now. Yeah. What's one thing you wish you knew before starting? this whole journey? Um, I would say the one thing would be it's never as scary as it seems. I think there's a lot of fears attached to closing a door on a part of your life that yeah. has become so familiar and so comfortable. And it's that fear that really kind of keeps us stuck in a lot of ways. So if I would have, I wish I'd have known that a lot sooner because I probably would have taken the trip a lot sooner. Yeah. And I mean, no regrets. I'm still here. Totally. Um, but that would be the one thing, definitely. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You just got to go for it. Totally. And I, I feel like I use that reference so much in life. It's like, what's the worst that could happen, you right. know? And it, it really is never as scary as it seems. And it's there are what you have to fear are things that you can't even conceptualize in your mind yet. Exactly. You know? I mean, we're in Colombia for crying out loud, yeah. where everyone thinks, you know, it's has this stigma surrounding totally. it, that it's, you know, totally unsafe, the most dangerous country in the world, and we're, we're living the dream. I know. <laughs> kind of, right? Yeah. I think so. It depends on the day. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Honestly, it depends on the hour yeah, it depends of the on day. The hour, exactly. <laughs> like an hour ago, I would have yes. been like, not, not so, so much. much. <laughs> Is there any other advice, so say for somebody who already has signed up for mm -hmm. Remote Year or a program like this, they're already like making the, they've already decided to make the leap yeah. and just go for it. Is there any like piece of advice for them? Bring an umbrella. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like honestly. No, but really bring an umbrella. <laughs> I have not been able to find an umbrella here in Medellin. But it rains every day. I know. Karula has them. I still haven't bought one, but they're there. And I'm like, I should buy one. It rains every day. So the Karula by it's me crazy. is like, Karula is kind of like a Whole Foods here. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one by me is like an express. So oh, no. They I don't can get have you it. one and then you can like Venmo me. But is it going to rain in Bogota as much? I think it's cloudy there for sure. I don't know about the rain. It's less tropical, I think. Yeah, so, so maybe we don't not. need it. Please. I know. The right. rain, I, like I love the 
warmer Which, temperatures mm-hmm. than Lima. Mm-hmm. People keep asking me, like, which city's your favorite? Yeah. And it's hard. Like, there's pros and cons to both. You I know? know. How do you... It's like, I assume this is how parents feel. Like, picking a favorite child right, or something. Right. You're like, I you like something. Yeah, exactly. Some and no, that's dislike. a perfect analogy, though. It's true. They each have something different to offer. I mean, yeah. I would say... Medellin for me purely for the weather because it's warmer totally (laughs) and I was finally able to like peel out of my fleece yeah for a change but uh going back to your question I would say my biggest piece of advice to the primos would be um don't rely too much on the community in terms of your immediate remote year community like really get out and explore on your own, spend some time alone, experience the local culture and local flavors apart from the group because as awesome and as cool and convenient as it is to have a group built into remote year, which is a huge draw for a lot of people, I think it's equally as important to to just kind of carve your own path and blaze your own trail on your own, right? Because I think, you know, we get, we, we learn we're less likely to learn the local language. Mm-hmm. We're less likely to interact with locals if we spend too much time with, yeah. with the immediate group. So, Yeah, that, that's such a good point. I, I've done a few blog posts on and just kind of talked about, mm-hmm. you know, traveling solo. And I get so many questions about it, you know, because I've spent like months places, right. like like a month. Right, at a time. At a maybe time. five weeks. Mm-hmm. But um, by myself and people are like, was that scary? Like, what, how did you, you know? Right, right. And, again, it's, like, one of those just-do-it things. And while spending, a, going from not traveling ever by yourself to spending a month could be scary, I've always talked about how, so, say, on friend trips mm-hmm. abroad, I'll, like, take a day, yeah. you know, where it's, like, I go do my own thing. I'm right. not with the group. And even that that's with my best friends right. in the world, you know? Right, right, And... Then at night, we'll kind of, you know, go to dinner yeah. and whatever. And I take that little bit of mm-hmm. alone time to get, you know, bits, bits and pieces. Right. And I think that that's smart for people too. You know, if you are going on remote year, take the time. Learn yeah. how to travel by yourself while yes. you have the comforts yes. and conveniences yes. of the group where you can kind of come back to later. So you don't have to be totally alone. Exactly. And get a feel for, you know, could I travel by myself? Right. Or, you know, whether it's a trip or a digital nomad or whatever and I know for me that this trip has given me that confidence to know now okay cool I you know same as you I've been I've traveled for two to three weeks by myself at a time yeah typically to places that you know are considered to be safer so I think that was what made me a little bit more skeptical and nervous about coming to South America but now I'm like no I could totally do this on my own yeah and so it's great to have that confidence but I think Part of that is, again, like carving out some space away from the group so that you can build that confidence and self-esteem about traveling yeah. on your own in the future. Okay, so kind of more going off of that and kind of how you're really good at like carving out time for yourself mm-hmm. and things like that. Are there any kind of like morning routines or things that you have like either implemented here or taken from home and or just, you know, anything like yeah. that to kind of... It's what does your day look right. like here? It's funny because back home, one of the things that I would always harp on myself over was never taking that time to journal. Um, I'm a big believer in happiness and joy is an inside job. Mm-hmm. And I think a 
big practice in achieving that is just writing um, with your hand in a notebook, not on your laptop or on a computer screen or a phone screen. So I'm really happy to say that now that I've been here because I've, I've had more time, I wake up every morning and I, even if it's for three minutes, I'll just jot something down into my journal. Um, and I think that's been a huge shift from my former life in New York city and it's been really good. And I definitely feel, um, feel, I feel a lot more self-aware. I feel like I practice gratitude more because of it. Um, so that would be a huge part of my morning routine. And then, and then I've been trying to go to the gym, but (laughs) sometimes I get distracted on the way by the Arapa stand. Yeah. (laughs) As one does. Priorities. (laughs) I love it. It's all about balance. It's interesting. I was really good about journaling the first few weeks we were in Lima. And now it's really only been maybe like once a week. And I feel like I almost wait for like, it like all builds. And then I'm like, I need to like write and release. Right, right. But I do use every morning, and it, again, uh-huh. is, like, quick. Have you heard of the five-minute journal? I think I've – maybe they've advertised me on Instagram. Oh, and it gives you prompts, right? Yeah, so it is the same prompt every day. Oh, it is. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. So it is – on the top, it's, like, three things you're grateful for. Okay. And okay. so it can be, like, you know, this remote your experience yeah. or something like that. Or it could be – I don't know, all the incoming opportunities coming my way, almost like that, like getting into more of an abundant mindset, you can kind of use it either way. Um, And then three things that what would make today great. Um, And then the the next three lines, it just says like, I am. So it's more of like self affirmation Ah, kind of things. But yeah, they say it's a five minute journal. And so at night, so same page, Mm -hmm. like what amazing things happen today and how could I have made today better? Oh, I love it. So you're just kind of like at the end of the day reflecting. Yes. Um, so I have been doing that every day. Well, there you which, go. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't feel like you would need much more than that. Those are the, that's yeah, it's the, like quick and dirty. Yeah. It's the bread and butter of like the whole, you know, mindfulness yeah. of practice and approach. So I think that's great. I love that. I'm going to, well, I'd love to order on it. I know. I was just going to say Amazon it, except. <laughs> Along with the vital <laughs> collagen protein. Seriously. <laughs> I, um. I feel like I just have like a running list of like things to buy in January. Oh, I constantly look at Amazon all the time, and I'm like, oh, add to cart only I can later. buy you. <laughs> <laughs> I can buy you right now. I know. Um, were we talking about this? How my like jade roller? Yes. How yes. I and you make me want one. I'm gonna buy it. one. I know. I can't believe you lost it. You know how our sinks were in Lima. How yeah, they the were holes. the bowl thing. I feel like it you must have right been. You and it got hidden. I must have not seen it. I've never, I never lose anything. And I think that's why it's like, like eating away at me. Possession. Like I have a puppy face. I need oh, this. stuff. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, $13 on Amazon. Right? And I'm where like, would I, okay, would how would I get about, this? I, I don't even know where they would retail that here. I went to that two, two million square foot mall. The and Santa went to Yeah. I asked. I went to every beauty store in that and mall. And did they have no, anything? No, nothing. I was showing them a picture of it because <sighs> how the hell do you say Jade Roller in, yeah, in Espanol? <laughs> but you're like, I tried demonstrating. Uh, yeah. Did not have the desired outcome. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. On that note, um, what are th- three things that you you did bring from home that you are couldn't live without? 
I mean, not to sound redundant, but I would definitely say my journal. Yeah. Um, it's so crazy, just like what happens when you have a piece of pen and a paper, right? Uh, so definitely that. Uh, number two would be my iPad, just because I have my Kindle app on there oh, and yeah. books are everything to me. I prefer the real deal thing, like I was yeah. telling you the other day. But yeah, I love I love having yeah. like all my books loaded in one place. And then the third thing would be honest facial oil. I just feel like the climates here are so crazy. I, I would take any brand of facial oil yeah. at this point. I'm actually going to have to go to Santa Fe Mall to look for some because okay. I depleted go it. Okay, go to um, yeah, Lush go? Bar. They actually have oh, like everything brands. from La Mer. I got my oh, Super really? Goop sunscreen there. I I was like, I saw it like Super Goop go in the corner. And, like, like, <laughs> it literally ran in. Yeah, they have yeah. like the brands that we're used to. Oh, so, amazing. Yeah. I'm going there. Yeah, because I, I know, I don't know for you, you have amazing skin, but my skin's super sensitive and reactive. Yeah. So anytime I change climates or know, anything like too. that, or, you know, we sleep on sheets that we may not know like what detergents we use. Exactly. Um, so I think facial the facial oil I use does a really nice job of, like, keeping my skin mostly Yeah, consistent. what facial so, oil do you use? Honest brand, you know Jessica's yeah, brand? Yeah, yeah. I I've never it. used I theirs. I love it. I use her makeup, too. My skin's so sensitive, and yeah. everything is all natural ingredients, botanical ingredients, so yeah. nothing, no preservatives or anything bad for, you know, clogging pores and whatnot. Yeah, if they, if that blush bar store doesn't, there were a few other beauty stores that I feel like were more, maybe more like, I couldn't tell if it was more so like a lush cosmetics oh, where it's going to yes, be like, yes, like too fragrant yes. and that kind of thing. If you I'm have sensitive going skin. To, um, there's like a health, food, health and wellness store, like a, like yeah. near Ultra oh. that I researched oh, wait. today. I, it's called Seda's or something. I can't remember. Oh. Yeah. And they have some stuff there. Wait. Yeah. I need Tom's I worked paint. there. The other day, so they oh. ha- it's like a market mixed yeah, with like gro- it's a grocery. Yeah. Store. Oh, but there's a cafe there too. Yeah. Oh, cute. They have smoothies and stuff. Their green smoothies oh, actually really oh, good. Oh, really? Yeah. It See? like wasn't loaded with fruit. That's I was, like, the thing. I'm like, where is the green juice? Like just vegetables. I was like, I'm gonna get some celery and just blend it every morning with water. So and that's it. we <laughs> at our apartment, so we yeah. don't even have like a toaster. Right. But. You're like, we have a juicer. We do. We you have a juicer. Do? It's like this giant... I haven't made anything with it because I'm like... I, I just haven't even gone there, yeah. but we also have a blender. Yeah, and I'm like, blender. I should have gotten it and like back on my smoothie route yeah. here. But Vegetable juice. I know. Juice I tried to find like protein, like powder of I'm any type. Like I know. Powder. Same. Where me too. It? But I haven't been successful finding it. Oh my that. God. Forget it. Just give up the search. <laughs> Maybe we can find some bone broth. <laughs> Seriously, maybe we just actually need to like Make become an import business in markets yes. like this where there are expats yes. and people wanting to find the things 100%. we want. There you go. There's a new business idea. I know. Add that to the list. Um, okay, so if you had to narrow down three things you wish you would have brought. Oh, God. I would say definitely like more vitamins or, you know, like we were talking about yeah. collagen, protein powder, things in that realm. What else would I have brought? That's tough. I would say probably more, cl- I could have probably fit a few more items in terms of clothing into yeah. my suitcase. Definitely that. I, 
A rain jacket. Yeah, same, honestly. A rain jacket, definitely, because even in Lima. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had my puffer that I lived in, but <laughs> yeah, a yeah. jacket. I think I came here under this these preconceived notions that, like, we're in South America, it's close to the equator. Yeah. <laughs> like, how cold can it actually be? And so, then, whoa. I, my friends make fun of me so much. Like, I wear my Canada Goose, like, into May. Yeah. Like, I'm just always cold. Yeah. And people are always like, you grew up, like, in Illinois and Chicago and lived in New York. And I'm like, I have, I don't know, like, my bone. I'm just yeah, bone-chilling cold all the time. <laughs> Seriously. So you wish you brought that? Well, no, no I mean, so I, oh, I was glad, like yeah. in Lima, I was fully prepared for the climate oh, there yeah. because I felt like I did so much research about, about exactly what temperature, yes. what it's going to feel yeah. like. But then coming here, so it, it, the average is like high 70s. I'm like, that can still feel cool, you know, yeah. especially at night. So I didn't bring, but with the humidity here, it feels like it's, which I'm not complaining about. I love no. it. It feels like it's like 85 degrees every day. Always. But I walked out of the apartment, I'm sweating. I know. Constantly but, sweating, but I don't have enough like yeah. warm weather clothes. Right. So that's and been hard for me. And I missed the memo on the hourly thunderstorms. Yeah, I, know. I totally missed that one. <laughs> I know. I have no umbrella, no rain jacket. Oh, I know. I know. I know. But it's so funny. It's like. Okay, it hasn't rained today. So then I'm like looking at my calendar. I'm yeah. like, okay, it's probably gonna it's rain coming. late. You know, like it's you just coming. know it's coming. It's like this overarching yes thing. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a cloud over your head, literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you mentioned you love books and your Kindle, yeah. iPad. What are some books that have been your must reads? What are yep. what? What books are you into or um, would you recommend for everyone so to read? definitely love anything within the self-help space. Same. Uh, Gabby Bernstein. <laughs> yes. Danielle Laporte is one of my favorites because she's a bit of a crass, hard-hitting I really woman. need to get into her. And I haven't I read any of her, her books. I love her. She has a book she has called... like White Hot the, something? White Hot Truth. Okay. Which is her most recent, which is amazing. Um, is that where you'd start if I wanted to get into her work? I think so. I, I I just did her... She also has another book called Firestarter Sessions that she offers a course oh, on. Oh, yeah. I forgot I you told did. me you did that. Yeah. I can give you my login. Okay. You can, when, you have, when you have... When you can carve out some more, <laughs> you know, five minutes for yourself. <laughs> um, so definitely, I would say, within that space, there's the other book... Shoot, what is... It has the yellow cover... You are a badass. Oh yeah, by okay. Jen Sincero. Yeah, I love. I'm that obsessed. Book, right? Yeah, she that book. I want to reread it, and I've actually made like many people in my life, like friends, yes. like assistants. I'm like, this is required yes. reading for us to like yes. even communicate. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Uh, I totally agree. Have you? So I actually have her second one with me here, the Making Money one. I haven't read that. It's inter. I'm about halfway. Through, I know I've seen I haven't it, but read anymore. Um, it's interesting. It's a lot of the same principles. Okay. Just more like applied towards money. Maybe I'll like put a fire under my ass to actually read it, and I'll give it to you yeah. before the end. But, but you have the other book that I would love to read, which is Amber Ray. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray. And so she's. She if you're reading more, I'm going to give you that book to read before I read it. Because I feel like it'll take me forever. Oh, for the for the Jen Sincero one? No. Or the, the, oh, I thought you finished no. it. No. Like, oh. I'm like on page one. Oh. 
<laughs> Maybe <laughs> even still the, the You're intro. The yeah, You're the like... Um, but I love her. She's adorable. I know. And I, I came across her actually through a podcast that I listened to that I also recommended to you, um, Christine Hassler. Oh, that's over right. On with yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Christine actually interviews Amber Ray, and she's just adorable. So I was like, I have to read her book. Yeah, I similarly listened to the Almost 30 podcast with where they interviewed her, and I was... I think I was telling you or somebody else where I like literally had to pull the car over because she said something and it was about dating the emotionally unavailable men. And I was like, oh my God, this is my life. Like I need to rewind. (laughs) Like I rewound that part 15 times. I know. Seriously, let it sink in. I love it. Anything within that space is definitely my favorite. And then I would say the second runner up is historical fiction. I love Mm. anything historical fiction. So The Nightingale, um, I'm currently reading... Beneath the Scarlet Sky. Okay. So that's a New York Times bestseller about historical fiction. So it's actually based on a true story, but they call it historical fiction because the author wasn't able to verify all mm-hmm. the facts. But it's about a, an Italian teenager who basically helped Jewish refugees across the Italian Alps into Switzerland during during World War II. Wow. Yeah, to escape the Nazis. So... Yeah, Nightingale has a similar premise, but yeah, anything like that I, nice. I love that kind of is educational about history and our past. I feel like I need to like branch out more with books because I, I think I would maybe read more, but you know after like the end of a long day and when you're like, I pretty much stick to like self-help only, it's just like, I can't, I can't do more work I, on myself on my job I can't you want like something a little bit more like mindless right yeah, totally so mindless reading it's like watching reality tv shows seriously okay so I I started my blog my senior year of college mm-hmm. and I never really was a big mm-hmm. tv person but same me either so then you know post-grad like mm-hmm. when people after work like my roommates would be like watching tv I was like sitting there but tuning it out like on right. my blog like right doing it on the side so I've never been a TV person, and I feel like conversations these days always turn to TV, and I just feel like such a dud because I'm like, I have literally nothing to contribute to I this conversation. I have no pop culture reference whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't even, I, that's way over my head. I'm the same exact way, yeah. though. I'm the same exact way. And I used way. to almost, I don't, I don't know, I didn't, I don't think I felt any, like, type of way about it, but... Maybe I did because I was like, I really have no interest in watching TV. I just don't really want to. And Same. I do other things. I Same. listen to podcasts or, Same. you know. But do you watch any shows at all? Like, you know, Netflix shows. There's some. I, mean, no, I don't even some... have a Netflix account. Uh, yeah, I don't either. I, I, I kind of just hack into my yeah. friends. <laughs> <laughs> way to do it. But uh, there's definitely some good shows out there that I think are worth watching. Yeah. But when, you're, when you have the ability to be more selective about what you're consuming, I think it kind of changes the experience versus like just like sitting what we used to do right which is just to have the tv on and sit there and just whatever commercials came on or whatever came on you're just exposed to but you can choose yeah now you can be a little bit more selective but even even with that i i also don't watch a ton of tv so i will say over it was like christmas i say christmas break even though we're like adults (laughs) but um i think it was the week between christmas and Uh new year's this past winter Uh i got like this like epic strand of the flu and so I was knocked out for probably like 12 days and so I'm glad it was over like the holiday oh, time so it wasn't yes. really that big of a yes, deal yes. but 
when you don't feel well, you know, like listening to or reading a self-help no book. Way. And I was just like, I need something to do on this yeah. couch right Watch now. Watch the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got into the show yeah. Billions. Oh One God. of my girlfriends had recommended it. The best. I'm obsessed with it. The best. It, it's like the best show. And it's that amazing. was really the first show time in like at least... A, like a decade yes, probably yes. that I had like really been into. I will say though, the Kardashians kind of has always been my guilty pleasure throughout the last few we years. Like Sunday life. nights from like <laughs> seven to eight or whenever it was, that would be like the one hour right, of TV right, I'd watch. Right. You know, I, I love Billions. Billions is incredible. And also having lived in New York. I think like that you, that's like huge draw totally of it because you're like, oh yeah, I know a lot of people yes, like this. Yes, <laughs> or that work yeah. in a company like this. 100%. Or, 100%. But yeah. yeah, I think books definitely is is where it's at. Yeah. Sure. Okay. What is a personal mantra or a quote that you live, live yeah. your life by? Um, one of the things that I stumbled across, actually, I think in the Firestarter Sessions videos from Danielle Laporte, she said something that really resonated with me, which was forget about being impressive and commit to being real. I love that. Yeah. And I think that's something so important to just embody yeah or attempt to embody when you're just going through your day-to-day life because the focus unfortunately tends to be always on the external factors right what we look like how we talk who we're interacting with the person that we're portraying to the outside world instead of really coming from a place of just not to sound cheesy but being our authentic selves and I think that the more enriching experiences in life, nine times out of ten, come from a place of just being real. Yeah. So. You're so right. Yeah. So, okay. I'm really trying to kind of practice that now while I've been traveling. And so. I think that that also speaks to different scenarios, like say like this one mm-hmm. where you're with new people. 100%. You can kind of like portray yourself to be. Yeah. anything you want or reinvent yourself or... yeah and that's so interesting because it could go it could go in a really positive way or it could potentially go in the opposite yeah. direction right so you can either shed some of the parts of yourself in your you know quote unquote former life that weren't beneficial to yeah. you and really start living up to your real potential which is amazing or you could you know perhaps go down the other path which and and I think that's that's probably one of the biggest challenges of travel sometimes is that as you're figuring it out you're not always you're not always reaching for your higher potential sometimes you know we're we're humans so we're flawed sometimes we kind of we fall down sometimes so yeah don't we we? (laughs) yes we do damn right Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and coming on today. This is so fun. If anybody wants to find you Mm -hmm. on the interwebs, where are you? Um, On Instagram, I would say it'd be the easiest place. It's at Samantha Urioste, which is my last name. So that's spelled S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A-U-R-I-O-S-T-E. Okay, it's me, Jessica, back in real time. You can find most of the things we mentioned in the show notes. I've added some helpful links for you there. 
And as a little bit of an update, Sam is back in New York City. She found a great apartment that's super cute, moved all of her stuff out of storage and into her new place, including her beloved Peloton bike. And as a little bit of a work update, she is actually working on a global team at WeWork now, which is really exciting. So I hope you enjoyed that interview. There is more to come with the Remote Year series. And in the meantime, be sure to follow at Along for the Ride Pod on Instagram. And if you've been enjoying the podcast so far, be sure to give it a five star rating in the podcast app, subscribe on Spotify, or leave a little review. It definitely helps spread the word. So I'll see you next week. Bye.